and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one true God. Amen. You can all imagine if I had in my hand an orange. That orange by itself is useless unless and until we take it, peel the outer layer, and squeeze it. That is, press it so that the juice comes out and we digest it in order to receive its nutritional value. The orange by itself is just an orange. But when it is squeezed and pressed, it becomes, or rather, it changes into a form of nutrition for each and every single one of us. In the Gospel reading today, we hear Jesus Christ saying the words, From the time of John the Baptist, since then the Kingdom of God has been preached, and there are many who are pressing into it. Once again, since the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God has been preached and there are many who are pressing into it. Before the time of St. John the Baptist, it was the era of the prophetic word. It was when the law, the Psalms, and the prophets spoke about the one to come, Jesus Christ. And there was a man who was the forerunner of Jesus Christ, the Master. And his name was John the Baptist. And he spoke about the coming kingdom. And in that coming kingdom, there would be a king. And his name is Jesus Christ. And he would usher in that kingdom here on earth. And so, what is that kingdom? Father Smemon, the great liturgical theologian of the Eastern Orthodox Church says that the kingdom of God is here on earth. We right now are experiencing the kingdom of God. This is a heaven on earth. It's not just a taste of heaven. It is heaven because if the King of Heaven is in the Kingdom of God, then I say, then the King who is here seated at His throne makes this the Kingdom of God. So therefore, we are in Heaven right now. We are in the Kingdom of God right now and in the kingdom of God, the Holy Orthodox Church, the preaching of the word is going out and forth to all the nations. The preaching of the word of God. The kingdom of God is being preached and in that kingdom, the King speaks forth His Word, and His Word is the preaching 
Now, when we say the word, we as Orthodox Christians have two definitions. One, in the Greek, the logos, which means Christ himself, the word, which is his body and his blood here on the altar, as well as his word, which is preached forth unto the people, unto the nations. So there is the word, the logos, which is Christ himself, and the word, the logos, which is the preached word. And it is this preached word that must move into the hearts and minds and souls of men. Not just in a way where it is delivered well, not just in a way that it sounds good, not in a way that it is only eloquent, but the Word of God, that which is preached, must be pressed into your hearts so that it changes you. Just as that orange by itself can do no good for you, my sermon, however well delivered, however passionate, however charismatic it might be, if you don't take those words and allow it to be pressed into your heart so that it changes you, it is of no good. Father Hopko, who passed away two years ago, has a wonderful series on the Word. And he says, if you come to church and receive His Word, which is His body and blood, because the body and blood of Jesus Christ is Jesus Christ Himself. So if you come here and receive Jesus Christ, the body and blood, but yet you do not receive the words of God which are being preached, then you go out of this church empty. So you must receive the Word, which is His body and blood, and you must receive the Word which comes forth from my mouth. And if you do not receive it and allow it to press into your heart and to change you, then why are you here? Why are we coming to church if we don't want to be changed? Why are we coming to church if we just want to be who we are and stay who we are? Let the Word of God press into your heart and change you and mold you and make you a new human being. Take that orange and squeeze it and press it and receive the nutrition. Take this sermon and squeeze it and press it into your heart and let the values and the virtues and the change and the Holy Spirit flow into your heart and digest it for your sake and for the sake of your soul. I say you have to do that in three ways. First way is to pay attention. Pay attention. I always tell my children in my school that if you're looking at me, you're listening to me. That's all of you are kind of looking at me now. If you're looking at me, you're paying attention to me. If you're not looking at me, it's my understanding that you're thinking about something else. So paying attention is valuable. Just think about it. If you are in front of the mayor of this city, if you are in front of the governor of the state, I won't go no further. 
Just imagine. Will you be looking around like this? No, you'll be looking at his face. Why? Because there is a certain respect that is due to a governor. There is a certain respect that is due to a mayor. Then, does not Jesus Christ receive or deserve the same respect from all of you? Don't respect me. I don't mean it. I don't need anybody's respect. I got enough respect from Jesus. And I respect him. But you need to respect Christ and his word. For the word can change you. Secondly, make sure you always realize that you're teachable. Make sure you always realize you're teachable. You don't know everything. I don't know everything. I can never know everything. And so anytime that I hear the word of God, I want to just bring a certain knowledge from it, extract a certain advice from it. Everyone should feel that they are teachable. If we don't feel that way, what's in our heart is pride. Well, I know everything. I don't need to hear this. I, I know what's going on. I know what I need to do. I, I know I, I, where my life is going. I, I have everything set. No, that's pride. That's not Christ. Each and every single one of us, including myself, I would say more so myself than anyone, I need to realize that I need to be taught. So you have to come to church and be teachable. Second is, make sure that throughout, or rather the third is, throughout the week, you review the sermon with your children. How many of you review the homework with your children? I do. I'm always reviewing some sort of homework with my child, my eldest child. We review homework. We probably even review uh, certain things that are happening in the world or in our country. How come we're not reviewing the Word of God with our children? Now this advice is not only to you, but also to myself. And the sermon gives us some access point into the Word of God. We might, in our own weakness, not be able to read the Word of God so diligently, so, uh, so systematically throughout the week. But the lectionary of the church and the sermon provided to you and also the write-up which is provided to you, we should use that as a way to teach ourselves and our children the Word of God. This is about the Bible. This is about the Word of God, the preaching. It was through the preaching that in the early church, God's Word, the message of Jesus Christ went forth. We're a church which is balanced. It's not only about the liturgical word, but it is about the preached word. And it is going to be the preached word and the liturgical word coming together, working together, which brings forth men and women into the kingdom of God. So you need the body and blood of Christ. You're here for that. I need the body and blood of Christ. I'm here for that. But I also need the word which is being preached by myself and my fathers. And you need the word which is being preached here in this church for the edification of your life and your children. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Oh, Heavenly God, we thank you for this morning and afternoon you have given to us.
to reflect on your word. Your word is precious. Your scriptures, your gospels, your epistles, your revelation is so precious to us. And it is through your word that we understand who you are fully and know how to live and what we need to do in our life. Allow us to be instructed. Allow us to be teachable. And to open our eyes and to see that, Lord, it is through your word, through your Bible, that we can know more about you and grow in a closer and intimate relationship with you. Help us to be balanced in our life so that we not only come to church to hear, to, to taste your word, but also to hear your word and to receive it in its fullness. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Today we celebrate the 40th remembrance of His Grace Thomas Marv Athanasius who passed away 40 days ago. He was the Bishop of Teganur Diocese. And right now we are going to pray for him. <laughs> 